Hey, this is all sponsored by Rob's Ranch, addiction treatment for men. Welcome back to the Julie and Jim Traver podcast. I am Jim Traver along with my beautiful wife, Julie. How are you, young lady? I am great. How are you? I'm better than you are. <laughs> hey, this is all sponsored by Rob's Ranch, addiction treatment for men. You you woke up this morning at 3.30. Uh, what is wrong with you? I, I actually woke up at 3, but at 3.30, I just got out of bed because I'm like, I'm, I'm not going back to sleep. It was one of those mornings where I just was wide awake. But that's ridiculous. I, I mean, know. Why, why? I mean, what? We things on your mind or something? What? I did have some things on my mind. Really? Well, this yeah. is the truth. Don't. No, <laughs> I don't want to go into them all oh, here. Oh, really? But okay. I was. One of them was. What are we going to talk about on the podcast tonight? We so all, that went. We always have something good. To that talk went about. through my mind, but for about um, ten seconds, and then you went to something different. I got up and watched a Dateline, and you know some other stuff. Listen, listen to me. Yeah. When you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep, you're supposed to get up, yeah. relax, and you know, just sit and maybe watch some TV and then try to go back to sleep again. You don't just stay up all night. Yeah, I know. It was a bad idea. I hit a wall around four and then I had all the grandkids too. So it it was it's yeah. been a it's been a busy And now you gotta do a podcast. Now we're doing the podcast, but and I'm not you, gonna whine about it. It was my own now. fault. You're struggling. I, I am dragging my wagon a little bit tonight. I'm not I gonna lie. I don't feel very good either. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just trying to make it through the day. I feel like you say that on every podcast, so <laughs> I feel like you announced that on every podcast. Oh, really? But, okay, but well, yeah. sometime I'm going to have to go. But hey, we I don't feel want really them to today. turn it off because we've got some good stuff tonight. I'm going to tell you this. We have one of the most amazing stories in our 27 years of marriage. We have one of the most amazing stories that have ever happened. I think you're going a bit far. I do not He's think I'm going He's very excited to tell this story because it's embarrassing for me. I didn't realize it was embarrassing until he informed me later. That's what makes it, it so across. funny. That's what it makes it so funny. You didn't even realize what you said <laughs> so we have we talked about bob mills on here you have yeah. okay we got the new mattress we, got the we new told mattress. everybody about it we love the mattress yeah. sleeping so good except you're not you woke up at 3 30 in the morning but sleep so good on the mattress feel good and everything like that but now tell the people what you're upset about now well i wanted a new bed to go with my new mattress um, of course you do yeah so our bed is quite it's old. a frame we have a frame we have a headboard we have a headboard and frame. it's attached to the frame and at some point our nephews helped us move it when we were putting wood floors in big mistake and broke it and so i hired a handyman to come in and he basically did some southern engineering on it and he was like it's not gonna last forever but it should it'll at least stay together for a while but it's it's so when they brought us the new mattress they brought us a new frame they had to leave the old frame in because they said there's no way they could attach the headboard to the new frame so we had two frames or we have two frames under our bed we have a frame for the mattress and then we have a frame that goes to the headboard so we have a lot of metal down there and tell them the number one problem you have well the problem i have is my bed skirt didn't get put back on You know, Jewel, we got a great new sponsor, 5-7 Equipment in Chandler, Oklahoma. Premium dealer for tractors, mowers, trailers, outdoor power tools, all the equipment you want. They got the Hyson 
side-by-sides. Uh, they got the beautiful tractors from TYM, and they've got incredible repair and services. It's uh, 1306 East 1st in Chandler, Oklahoma. The best service guaranteed with no big city hassles. 5-7 equipment. Because, the dreaded bed skirt. Um, anyway, and so all you can see, it, it sits up so high, you can see under the bed and you can see these frames and it's not very cute. One it's of not the pretty. things for let people know, one of the things that you use under the bed is for storage. You'll put like 15 pairs I of shoes like under your bed. I like to hide my new shoes under the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so that I don't see them? Well, just, I really have run out of room for all the shoes. So now that I, should be, that should be a, uh, that should be a little bit of a, uh, a warning for you, don't you? Yeah, yeah, when you run out of room. But that, well, are you going to do anything about it? Or I, no? Well, I don't know where I'm going to put the shoes with this new bed. How about you sell them to somebody? But we went to get, you had a remote at Bob Mills. See, look week. how quickly she blew that thing. She's over here doing her hands like, let's move on, let's move on. Uh, All right, you're right. I did my show at Bob Mills, which was a lot of fun. Great place out there. And I told you, you, you were like, I want to find something for the like a bed skirt and stuff. So I thought, being the idiot that I am, that you were going to try to go out there and see if they had a bed skirt. They don't sell bed skirts. Okay, how do I know that? I don't know. They they sell everything out there. No, they don't sell. Okay, well, you dupe me in. Bed spreads. Sweetie, I told you. I wondered why you were begging me to come out there. Well, I mean, first of all, because you had the grandbabies, and I like when y'all come to my show. I mean, that's the first thing, but... You were begging me to come shopping. That's okay. what happened. I did not realize. Okay, maybe I'm an idiot. Guys, <laughs> ladies out there, that's fine. Maybe I'm an idiot. I thought you were going to go out there and buy a bed skirt. What's a bed skirt cost? $100? $200? Yeah, roughly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's not what she did. She went out and bought an entire, like, I mean bed. Yeah, I bed. thought that's what you wanted me to do. Oh, really? So, I mean, if you want me just to get a bed skirt, you're going to have to call them in the morning and tell them we're canceling the order. Well, it's too late now because you, you ordered the whole thing. You I ordered did. a big old bed and it's coming out, right? I did. And uh, by the way, just let you all know that after she bought it, the next day she's like, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> I, I was, really want that. I was having buyer's remorse. You know, Gary Smalley, the guy with the money, the financial wizard that we followed in church. Well, that's um, not even close. <laughs> Gary Smalley's not even close. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll think of it. I've, I've Shay, forgotten it, too. Can you please edit that? No, we're not going to edit it. It's good stuff. We're going to listen. We're anyway, going to listen to you says, tired today. He says you're supposed to think about it for 48 hours before you pull the trigger. Yeah, you don't. And I did not do that. Ten minutes. So I do start, I start kicking myself later. I'm like, I should have should have prayed about it. I didn't do it. So here, so here's the deal. So during a break, I go upstairs to where the beds are. And she's going, now, what, do you like this one? How about I'm that? I'm showing him the bed. Options. And then she said, now listen closely. I want everybody to listen to what she says. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to repeat this. She says to all of the people in there, there's about five people waiting on us. She says this. Well, you know, our head boy just keeps hitting up against the wall. <laughs> Now, do they I just said, think that we're like having sex every day of the week? I mean, I, said, I can't. I looked over at her and I was like, "What are you doing?" Our grandkids are standing. Yeah, our headboard just keeps hitting the banging against the wall it's all the time. The paint up on the wall. That's what I said. Oh my! God. I couldn't believe it came out of your mouth. Were you so, trying to like impress people or what? I did not even realize. I think they looked at me like I was a stallion. <laughs> You are a stud method. Oh my gosh. How could you say that? I'm about to explain this. So, (laughs) this is going to be good. Okay. I did not realize maybe how that came across. (laughs) 
<laughs> until you called me on my drive home and said, what in the world? I did really good. I could have embarrassed you right there in front of them. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't. I let it go. I was clueless. And then you called me on the way home and said, what in the world? What do you, I said, what are you doing? Do you know what you just said? And you didn't even know. I didn't know. Honestly. And then I told you and you just and started. I just, I, you roll. You were rolling. I'm laughing my head off. And I'm like, because Jim knows this to be true. That bed, if the grandkids jump on it, if Jim sits down on it, the headboard's banging against the wall because <laughs> this thing's so rickety from being, you know. Come on, Jewel. You know that's not true. <laughs> Tell the admit, truth. Admit to everybody. We're having relations three times a day in the Traver <laughs> household. Like rabbits. And that daggone, the daggone <laughs> headboard is flying all over the room. But the reason I was laughing so hard is after you said it, it's like my mind went back to saying it and there they did all just, there was silence. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody in Bob, just, everybody in Bob Mills is talking about us right now. They're all every day. Jesus, you were up there with the Travers. My gosh, they're having sex all all the time. They're beating up the daggone oh headboard. My gosh. But yeah, that's cool. I. You're 53 years old now. You can't say that stuff. I maybe back when you were 30, you those, could rip it off. But yeah, those people are probably were just. It, that's I a, could not believe it. That was a scandalous statement. But I got. But, I'm telling you, I'm giving it up to myself because I did not say anything. To I it. was ready to go, Jewel. <laughs> what? Thank you for not. Thank Especially you for if, waiting for the podcast to humiliate me. I appreciate that. Well, and this, repeating is the, it. this is the truth, Dom. Yeah. I've already gotten on to you between then and now. You know that. Yeah. What about the grandbaby? What do you think the grandbabies? They just think I that think, we're playing and running around and I, jumping on no, the bed? No, no. I think that if they were paying attention, they know, because I tell them all the time, they run and dive on the bed. I'm like, stop. You're going to break my headboard because it's banging against the wall. The paint's missing there. So... <laughs> That is the God's honest truth. I would like that. to everybody out there, if you if you would like, if would you like to comment on this, please do at Jim Traber on Instagram or at Traberhood. Just tell us if, <laughs> if somebody if somebody you were talking to, okay, that was our age, said, yeah, you know, our we just our, our our headboard just bangs on the wall all the time. What, what would be would the think? what would you say? Would I you wonder think? if anybody would go, excuse me, oh, or they would just play it off. I'll tell you what, the people at Bob Mills, they're good salespeople because. They just played it all. Let off. me just say something. They weren't going to touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, they Man. were like, let's just let's just move on down the road. My goodness, I, I didn't know. I didn't know no, you thought. I didn't know you thought that much of me. I had no idea that I said how that could have been perceived. Yeah. Well, so since you you're said. so tired, I, I'll make sure that I don't bang that dangling thing against the wall tonight. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, but <laughs> I appreciate that. I can't believe you're just this wonderful <laughs> Christian mother grandmother oh. you dress so nice you never wear anything floozy or anything you just you're always dressed perfect but and you I walk s- in there and say hey we're banging the wall we're banging the headboard against the wall all the time over right here in front of our grandkids yeah yeah so I'm, telling you, I'm very impressed with i'm very impressed with that yeah i i was i was it was it was big lady <laughs> It was. You were a little embarrassed of me when you called actually, and said that. You actually, were, I was not embarrassed. No. I just was. I was embarrassed for you because I think they all looked at you like, "Man, who's this thing?" What in the world? Yeah, that is. That's really funny. It is. No, it was. It was really funny. Sometimes you just say things and you don't know what the heck you're saying. Because I do that on the radio because too. they don't know the backstory of this of this mattress. Well, hopefully, the people will listen to us on the radio. Uh, people that are listening on the podcast that were at Bob Mills and go, "Oh, oh, oh that oh, makes a okay, lot more yeah. sense." Or, no, they're going to go. They're just lying through their teeth. They're just trying to stick up for it. No, that's not true. Yeah. Oxycontin, meth, alcohol. Are you addicted? 
Rob's Ranch is a nonprofit, Christ-based treatment center for men located in central Oklahoma. Rob's Ranch uses proven treatment methods and a program of spiritual growth to give men the grace and opportunity to restore their lives and their relationships. Two locations available, 30-day option in Sayre, Oklahoma, or a 90-day option in Purcell, Oklahoma. Financing available. Rob's Ranch, expect a miracle. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. If you don't know, I do a sports talk radio show on uh, the Sports Animal 98.1 WWLS in Oklahoma City. We're in Tulsa. We're all over the area. And uh, yeah, I was doing my show out there. And I do love when you guys come out. We got a great picture on Instagram of, of my grandson yeah, sitting with me. Cute. He, yeah. He is into his big daddy right now. Yeah. He's, he's Both just, of my grandsons are into my big daddy. Are we going to talk about the little grandbaby? What he did? You had a big moment with the little okay. one. So I'm going to let you all know out there if you're a grandparent or if you're not a grandparent, one of the greatest things is when one of your grandchildren finally says your name. Of course, you know, you're not going to be first. Now, Julie tried to get all of our grandbabies to say Gigi first before everything. Mama, dad, dad. She wanted Gigi first. Yours is a hard one to Mine's say. Mine's her though, big daddy. So if you don't know, my name is Big Daddy. So you're right. It takes a long time. Some of them, heck, they're past two years old before they say Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, our little grandson who is a month, exactly a month away from being two years old, he, you said something. What did you say to him? We were upstairs, and I said, call Big Daddy. Yeah, call Big Daddy. We're trying to get you to come up there. And he goes, Big Dada! Big Dada! He goes, Big Dada! Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. I was I had tears <laughs> in my eyes. It's so cute. Big Dada. One of the most wonderful feelings is when you hear your grandchild call your name. It mm-hmm. just is. Like, remember little Riley oh, Kate? Oh, yeah. Riley Kate got on the her fake phone. Tell her what she was she doing. She would call you all the time on her fake phone, and she'd go, Hi, Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Big Daddy. But he was the first one to say Big Dada. Dada. That was I awfully like cute. That. I, I kind of like that more than Big Daddy. That's really sweet. Yeah, Big, Big Dada. So he melted your heart this week. He did, man. He really did. And, and I'll let y'all know, this kid, this little dude, he's awesome, but he's a he's he's crazy. He doesn't. A lot of times, he just doesn't want any part of me. He loves Gigi. I mean, my goodness, it's like well, Gigi. He's not a snuggler. You no, know, you're he's right. not. He's he is always moving, always on the go, super curious. Um, he doesn't want you to hold his hand. He doesn't want you to help him. We've got stairs. And if I yeah. try to like hold on to his shirt so he doesn't kill himself, he's constantly shoving my hand away like, oh, I got this, you know. Yeah. So he's he's very independent. Well, the number one thing that he likes to say is no way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's got no down. He goes, no way. <laughs> No way. No way. Yeah. He loves saying that. But And then that same day when he said it, he hugged me for the he first did. time ever. He put his hands out to me to to hold him. I picked him up. This never happens. And then he put his head on my shoulder and kind of hugged me. And he me. hugged you. I mean, I'm telling you, I was in heaven. <laughs> that's all you got to do, man. I, what yeah. do you need? You want a car? What do you yeah. want? I'm in. Whatever that's, you need at that point. That's all it takes. And you're wrapped. Man, I got to tell you, grandbabies are the greatest thing ever. It really is. When they give you loving, because you know our dog. 
daughters, I mean, they don't really give a lot of love anymore. They're 30 in their 30s. You know, they hug, yeah. they'll hug and kiss you and stuff when they see you it's, and stuff. No, it's wonderful. And then the next And of best course, thing. by the way, you've made all our daughters scared to death for anybody to touch their face. So I have to kiss them on their head. I've said that before. So that's all I get is like a kiss on their head. But um, yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say the next greatest thing is that you can take them home at the end of the day. That is right. They are awesome. <laughs> although, although you love having them babies spend the night, too. I do. But yeah, I was worn out today, so it was it was kind of nice to... Wake up at 3.30 and you had all three grandbabies. All three grandbabies today. Man. Yeah. Well... Uh, it was a big day. It was a big day. It was a very big day. And now you're ripping the podcast off. And later, you're going to bang the daggone headboard up against the wall. <laughs> Maybe not tonight. <laughs> I got a headache. That, that is literally... We've been together for almost... Tw- I mean, we've been married for almost 27 years. I've never heard anything funnier come oh out of your mouth. Gosh. I have a question for you. Okay, go ahead. Let, let me get a drink of water here. I was listening to an interview with George Clooney. Oh my gosh! And what his a wife, idiot. Amal. Who? Kurt, I think that's how you pronounce Amal? her name. Amal. A M A L. Anyway, they were having an anniversary, and I think they'd been married like eight years. Oh, you know, and they have twins. Isn't that special? But they both said that they have never had an argument. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about that? I think it's about uh, one of the biggest bunches of crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> never said they've never had an yeah, argument. Okay. Well, that's ridiculous. How is that even possible? I, is it just because you have like a hundred million dollars that eliminates yeah, the need money, to fight? M- money doesn't make you happy. No, but it makes unhappiness bearable. That's, that's a great our, line. That's from our man. Uh, that uh, is a great Mr. line, Mr. Fowler. God rest his soul. Your old Mr. boss, Mr. Fowler. That was never a more truthful statement. We should put that on. We should put that as one of your, like, a, you know how I put my quotes up there? Yeah. By the way, I have the greatest quotes of all time, but that one's a great one. We yeah. should put it up. Money Say does, it again. Money does not buy happiness, but it makes unhappiness bearable. It's a good line, man. It's a really good line. And so true. But, but I do think that that helps. I mean, you know, if the number... There's one of the top things that every couple fights about is money. So if you eliminate that, that's one, right. If you, if it doesn't matter what you do, like if you want to go buy six beds, I and just it said, matter. you know, I was telling Jay Pitts, I was like, if if I want to, if I get a package from Amazon, you know, you're not yelling at me if we have a hundred million dollars. No, you're probably right. I don't yell at you now, but you don't. Yell I probably would still we go. Just do you really with, need that? We just mess with each other a lot. Yeah, but, but do you really need that stuff? But I would have question? more rooms, I think, to put my shoes in, so it wouldn't be as big a problem. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if we had a hundred million dollars, I can't imagine what what uh, it would look like. I can't imagine it. Well, of course, you'd have like a butler, probably like a shoe guy. Remember in uh, what's the movie? Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Was that no, what, no, no? It was the one that we oh, the, the Italian the Italian job. job. Remember that dude? He loves shoes. What, what are you going to do with your money? What are you going to do with your said, money? I'm going to have a a whole room of just sho- of shoes and with, a guy to with a guy to polish, to, them. to polish them. Yeah, that's what he wanted, which is a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> but <laughs> he likes shoes. Yeah, I get it. Like you, I totally get like it. Like you. But anyway, this I was looking it up. Like I just because I get curious. No arguments, nothing. Hold on. I get curious, and so I Google it. Is it normal to not argue? Like, I don't I don't think that's normal. And what it said was that it's very normal in the beginning of a relationship not to argue. Like, when you're in love and everything's, you know, roses. Yeah. I get that. First couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I'm like, you know, are we so out of touch, you know, that because we argue all the time, and I feel like we've got a great relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't say we fight all the time, but we have little mini I arguments. Think, I, listen, for me, this is what I'll just tell you yeah, right now. We'll, we'll talk more, but for me, yeah. two, two things. One, I think arguing is healthy. I do. And two, if you're not arguing, you're lying. And 
2A or 2B would be if you're not arguing, you're holding stuff in. There's no or somebody way. somebody is. One that, of them. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no way that two human beings, even if they're per- I think you and I are perfect for each other. I mean, I do. No, we talk about like there are things that we can never get over, like driving and stuff like that. But I think we're perfect for each other. And we argue. We got all different things that we argue about. Now, we, they never really escalate. We haven't had a big old brawl in a pretty long time. Will huh? you knock on wood because I'm not sitting near anything? Okay, I got wood right Thank here. Thank you. There you well, go. I looked it up because okay. I, was, I was very curious of what the experts have to say. Experts. about. <laughs> but I found this little article and it was talking about eight things that couples who never fight do differently. And I thought this was really interesting because you and I do a lot of these things, but we still, so I, I don't understand, but I thought I would bring those up and get your thoughts okay, on this. Okay, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. So, By the way, if anybody out there does not argue or fight. Well, we're going we... to put up a poll because yeah. I'm curious yeah. now. I really want to know. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, and you got to be truthful too. And here's the, the other truth. thing that I wondered about as I was thinking about this. I'm not into astrology or horoscopes. Well, then you shouldn't bring the stupid stuff up, but go ahead. But... I'm just saying that I'm a Scorpio and And you got a stinging tail. Everything that I've ever read about Scorpios is kind of true about me. So I What do I they do, say about me? I'm a I Capricorn. Do, well, I read that we are perfect signs for each other, that that we're very, very compatible. Well, which is you, true. Got a, you got scorpions and a I'm a crab, right? Scorpion Capricorn is a crab? I haven't really studied I, I your sign because I, I don't I'm not into this. Please don't don't tell me either. But I don't my care. My point though is is that I think you and I are both the type of signs that you you will argue. Or bang heads. Bang heads or I might sting you with my tail. Or yeah, whatever. you definitely can sting with that tail of yours. <laughs> so Especially maybe, when you're banging the dag on board against the wall. Maybe it depends on the types of personalities that go together. Some people just don't like confrontation and they're more peaceful. But, but you know? that's bad is what I'm trying to... In my opinion, not I'm not as, an expert. Not in a, it would be bad if one of those personalities was married to you or to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but you're telling me... Can any two humans... Well, I'm fixing to read it. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. I'm so sorry. you know those couples who make marriage look easy, this is what they say, those couples that never fight. But, okay, that's hard too because anytime you're around other couples, they're not fighting in front of, of you. Of course not. You know? But the people who are best friends and they, they just, they love each other. Right. I feel like that's you and me. I agree. Usually. I agree. But some couples just seem to be able to navigate the relationship easier or they make it look easier. And so this is, they were interviewing people to see what they do differently. The first one is that they have conversations. They don't have yelling matches. So they don't raise their voice. They just, they have a conversation. Now, I do bring that up to you quite often. I'll say, can we not yell? Can we just talk about this? (laughs) The problem is, is that I'm very loud. You're very demonstrative. I'm just loud. Yeah. I don't know what to tell people. I mean, we did that whole podcast on tone and i think that my tone has gotten better i know there's men out there that have tried the same to get better but i'm just loud i don't know what yeah. to tell you by but, the way you're you're kind of loud at times too though yeah i think if i if pushed i'm more scary when i get real quiet and i'm mad i feel like if i'm still yelling i'm involved in the conversation i think you're scary no matter what, when what i happens stop yelling and i get quiet that's when you probably should look out but okay. that's another story. This I actually can't says, stand it when you say, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I, I can't stand that. <laughs> I cannot stand well, it. Well, this says, 
you should have conversations, you know, share your opinions, no cold shoulders, no freeze outs, no pushing things under the rugs. You just have conversations like adults. Which is called arguing, right? No, no, they're saying it's different because you're not yelling. You're not getting worked up. And then number two, I think we do this a lot. I do this a lot. You let the little things slide. You know, pick your battles. Yes. I feel like I do that. So you just said, this is beautiful. We're both dead tired. You just said, for people out there, I think I do it a lot. So in other words, you let a lot of things go. I let a lot of things slide with you. Things that, little things that bug you, you know, that bug, bug me. You? That bug me. Like what? Well, let's not get into that. No, I mean, give me, just give me one. Might, I want to hear. We what might actually have <laughs> Just give me one thing that you let go. Okay, I'm going to try to think of something that's not embarrassing. Embarrassing? I do embarrassing things too, I guess. Okay, sometimes when you spill things, you'll be like, uh-oh, because you don't want to bend over you to clean it up. on the floor. Yeah. Okay. And then you'll take your sock because your shoe's off and you'll just kind of rub it with your sock like that's... <laughs> Can I say something about this? <laughs> yeah. And this is the honest God's And I truth. just try usually to say n- nothing. It's hard for me to bend, to bend over. over. I know. If I, spill on the, if I spill on the countertop, I go right away and I get the paper towel and clean it up. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes. On the floor, I'm, you're right. And I do go, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I know you're wanting me to come pick that's it up. <laughs> I'm hoping you hear me. And sometimes you pretend like you don't hear Can me. Can I say something though? You've been doing this since you were 33 and I met you. So this is not just something that you've started with your bad back. I just, I, I, I totally okay. disagree with but that. But see, I see that's one of the things I let slide. You asked me to, you okay. asked me to bring one I, up. Gonna, is there something gonna, that you let slide that I do no, that's irritating? Nothing. I love you so much. Nothing bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And here's another one that I'm really good at. Oh, Be quick to apologize. Obviously, I love you more than you love me. Oh, quick to apologize. We do that. We're Which, really good. Here's By the way, let me say one thing. Yeah. You have gotten so much better at this. When we first, were, for the first 15 years of our marriage, you thought apologizing was openly saying, hey, I'm dead wrong and stupid and you're wonderful. But now we'll get into a little thing and you're wrong. You're just wrong. I could be wrong okay, too. Okay, yeah. stop it. But, uh, here, listen you're going to her. too far. But I'll go in and start watching TV on the couch and you'll be in the bedroom and you'll open the door and you walk in and say, listen, I'm really sorry. I, I, it's I not that I'm far. wrong. I will say, I'm sorry I spoke <laughs> you to you. You never say I'll you're say wrong. I'll say I'm sorry I spoke to you like that. What I used How to say to you is... you saying you're wrong once in a while? No, what I used to say to you when we first were together was I would say, I'm sorry you, you feel that way. Yeah, that's right. That, that, that's a great one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm really sorry you feel so that way. I'm so sorry you feel that way. Huh. Yeah. You think that all was, these things you've been reading for this podcast, that you, have, you have gotten better, though. I, I have to admit, so you've gotten better. better. But yeah, so I be, apologize, though. Oh, Jim. Okay. I'm a good apologizer. It takes you two days, but yeah. Two Eventually, days? Maybe. You take a while. Two days? That's unfair. I have to really dig in for you to finally go. You like to just move on past it like it didn't happen. You like to just block it out. If it's something stupid, I do. <laughs> if it's not, then we talk. Yeah. Apologize quickly. And for the most part, I think we do that. Number four, we've already talked about this many times, compliment each other a lot. You're so fantastic at that. I feel like I've gotten better. I've gotten one of those. I'm good. Thank you. You're really you know, good. You are better. 
You used to not compliment me at all. Now you do really I good. I compliment you all the time now. No, you're doing much better. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, See, I'm thanking you. This is really interesting. Just to reiterate how important this is. There was a story that they told on here about this woman who felt like her marriage was on the brink of divorce and she had gone to counseling and the counselor told her something unexpected. He said, I want you to try something. I want you to compliment your husband every day for one week. Give him a compliment every day for one week. And she thought this this was crazy. But she was like, okay. And she started doing it. She didn't, she struggled because she said, I don't have anything positive to say about him. <laughs> but she agreed to try it. And she really struggled to come up with something. But the first day she was like, that tie looks really nice on you. Well, there you go. That's it. Yeah. And she said her husband looked at her kind of funny and said, well, thanks. But Uh-oh, she said, the start is something each new. day it got easier to come up with something to compliment. And he started complimenting her back. And the next thing you know, the headboard the was headboard? hitting the daggone wall. <laughs> I didn't know you were going <laughs> to. And it saved their marriage and they lived happily ever after. Hey. So, hey, listen. Yeah. It's, I think it's important. I do. I think yeah. it's important to let your spouse. I thought you would love that story. Yeah, it I is. Do. It's I a like big that. deal. And number five was they openly express gratitude. We've talked about how important that is. Just thanking them for the things that they, they do around the house. And I started thinking about this as I was reading it because you and I like to jokingly say that you don't do anything around the house. Which but is take pretty the much garbage true. out. Yeah. That's not true. You do so many little things as I was thinking about it. Just that, you know, you keep the toilet say, paper. Oh, when I spill. <laughs> you keep the toilet I'm a paper toilet paper machine like stocked up there's the yard the pool i mean you water the plants that poor rose bush would be i did save the rose crispy bush. it was 103 degrees and i looked at it and i was like oh so i watered that thing Jen every day twice a day and the next thing you know it was blooming and the birds like i don't care if we feed the birds out there but that is a big deal for you and i think it and you're so religious about it you're just you do so many different little things it, around the house it's that those, I love. It's one of those things you sent in a meme the other day on Instagram about like, <laughs> when you're older, you like to look at birds and it's true. I be, I like looking at the birds. No, it was it was saying how you never even thought about birds and then right. one day, yeah, one just day. suddenly you're suddenly like, thought, oh wow, my. look at the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, expressing gratitude for the things that, that they do. And then number six, we talk about this you know, to we're blue in the face, but spending quality time together. And we're really good about that. Date night. You got to yeah. have a date night. I'm telling you, you know, it's really easy for us because we're an empty nesters. So it's probably not as important when you're an empty nester to have an actual date night. I disagree. I think it is. I think Still it is because... Still important? Because we can go out any night and do what we want. I know that, but you and I have a tendency right now because we're tired, especially during football season, that we were supposed to have a date night last night. And you were like, I'm feeling kind of tired. I was like, do you just want to stay in? And you go, you yeah. love staying in, okay? Just tell but everybody. And then what happens is you get on the couch and I go to the bedroom and we're both each watching our own thing. Well, there was sports on, yeah. And so it's, That's you know, why we're you not sitting in there with me and watching. We're not getting our date night in, you know. I think there That's needs I think there needs to be one time a week. And we'll talk another podcast. I've got some good stuff about that. What is da- what is really a date night? You know, really and get into the nitty-gritty of okay. that. So we'll talk about that another okay. time. But and then laugh a lot. That's number I will seven. say this. Yeah. I'm one of the funniest dudes around. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I make you laugh every day. You do. I like to laugh. I like funny things. You laugh a lot. I do laugh a lot. I love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Uh, but no, I, yeah. I will tell you that, I, I mean, I'm not, this is not bragging. If you listen to my radio show, I, I God gave me the ability to kind of make jokes and talk about things. You, I on the think, other hand, I it's not I'm, a real funny person. I think I'm a funny person, too. <laughs> you tell me all the time I'm not funny. When, whenever you come up with something, I will say, now that's really funny. <laughs> but you like to laugh at me quite a bit. I just think that you're the cutest little thing, and I just think you're adorable. So <laughs> I, I do like laughing at you. I do think it's important to laugh. We like to watch funny stuff on TV that makes oh, us laugh. Oh, yeah, I love it. I know one thing. On your Instagram account, all you ever do is listen to, like, comedians. I know. I like... And sometimes, if you're honest, you get a little jealous when I get hung up on one particular comedian because well, he's yeah, making I'm me funnier, laugh. I'm funnier than they are. He makes me laugh more than you do. We got Jim Gaffigan. We love Jim Gaffigan. Uh-huh. And uh, he is... I mean, he's one, we've seen him, what, three times, I think, in concert? Mm-hmm. And he is hilarious. And you got him on there. And you'll show me... And we'll listen to him. And there's some other dudes you listen to that are funny. There's no doubt. But there's a couple of them that I think you're, I don't know. You might, I don't know. You might have a little something for them maybe, but they're not that funny. <laughs> Oxycontin, meth, alcohol. Are you addicted? Rob's Ranch is a nonprofit, Christ-based treatment center for men located in central Oklahoma. Rob's Ranch uses proven treatment methods and a program of spiritual growth to give men the grace and opportunity to restore their lives and their relationships. Two locations available, 30-day option in Sayre, Oklahoma, or a 90-day option in Purcell, Oklahoma. Financing available. Rob's Ranch, expect a miracle. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, the final thing that they summed it up, and I think this is super true for for any couple, that couples who never fight, they have one similar goal. What do you think it is? Happiness. I'll give you I'll give you five dollars if you can guess it. Gee, five dollars. I don't even care. Go ahead. What is it? Their goal is that they want to make their spouse happy. They want to make yeah. each other happy. So sure. it's not I'm expecting you to make me happy. It's my it should be my goal to make you happy and vice versa. And when you're both striving to do that. Now these people were Christians? No, this isn't a Christian one. Sorry. This is a because you had another deal that we're gonna talk about another day where they yeah, were Christians. You're confusing I, I them. literally want to rip no, the door we, off. We're not talking about that one. And that okay. was the one I threw in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you this. Um, I think one of the number one keys for the marriage is is uh, you have a godly marriage. That's what I, I believe. Yeah. Uh, there were times in our relationship where I was not very godly. I mean, I'll just openly tell you. And I think that since you and I have, uh, you've always been, you've always been that way. But I've I've done, you know, I've done some stupid things, and I've been, I haven't been a godly man at times. But I think that now, although I still make mistakes, but I think that. The godliness of a marriage, I think, is very important. Well, it's huge. 
And then you add all these other factors in. I, I think there's still a lot of Christian couples who are unhappily married. You're right. No, exactly. And yeah. so Not just I, because you're Christians doesn't mean you're going to be happy. Right. And so I do think you have to make an effort. And this was just an interesting thing because I really started looking up because I read so much about marriages and stuff. And to hear a couple like that, come on, to me, that's a death sentence to admit on national television that you've never had an argument. I mean, I just feel like they're asking for I it. I think it's ridiculous. I, I'm but, sorry. I go back to it. I don't believe it word of it. I, I just, I find that so hard to believe, but I think you and I are just such passionate people, yeah. you know? We talk loud, we go, we go, we go. We do, and it's always been that way with us, and that's one of the things I love about us, you know, is that we can talk about anything, and right. we can argue about things, and we still are fine, and I guess just not everybody's like us, but I Let, am curious. I'm going to put up a poll, because I'm curious. Yeah, we're going to put up a poll Like, on how often do you and your spouse argue? And I'm not talking knockdown drag. Outs, no, you know, but that. is it like once a day, once a week, once a month? Yeah. You know, I'm just real curious of yeah. what's what's the norm out? Like, how weird are we? Because I would say we have at least one little argument a day. Please don't lie either. Don't call We never argue But would you, you say that do we argue once a day? I would say three, four times a week we have an argument. Oh, I thought you were going to say three or four times a day. No, three or four times a week, I think. Um, we have some days where we don't argue. Let me, let me say a couple things. First of all, um, I don't believe any of it. And first of all, I don't like George Clooney. Never have. I think he's well, an idiot. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay, but endorsing I'm just saying, him in any way. I'm not way. endorsing me either, yeah. but I'm just saying him telling me that just does nothing for me. I don't believe the guy. That's the first thing. But you are right. Money makes it easier. And I'm talking about massive money. I'm Although, not talking look about, at Tom Brady and Giselle. They're struggling, wow. and they got he, lots of money. That sounds like he picked football over her. I don't know. I have my and own theory. He said theory, he was going to retire. I want to hear your theory. No, you don't I want me to go into this. Theory. You Give don't me your theory. Come on. What's your theory? Well, I don't think she should have asked him to give up football. I don't I don't think there should have maybe ever been she, a... Maybe she didn't. Maybe he told her, hey, listen, one more year and I'll give it up. But again, if he changed his mind and he says it's not out of my system, I wouldn't have a problem working. You know, that that's the first thing. Let, but, me, let me say yeah. a real quick story. Yeah. I've told you this many, many times. When I played baseball, I was fortunate enough and blessed to be able to get to the big leagues. It's hard. Less than 1% make it. I got. I would get to the big leagues, and I would be in either like California or Seattle or somewhere, and I'd be running out to the field to maybe either stretch or whatever, and I would hear someone in the stands go, hey, whammer. Well, when someone called me whammer, that means they played with sure. me, right? Because that was my nickname in the Orioles organization. And I would go over, and it would be some dude I played in A ball or double A or whatever, right? And every single one of them said, gosh, I wish I would have maybe tried it another year or whatever. And I'm telling you, Jewel, I told myself I don't ever want to be that guy. Because guess what? I'm 60. I can't do it anymore. And if right. I'm sitting here like that, people, there are ex-baseball players, Jewel, Going, that are so unhappy. Yeah. Because, but let me tell you. I played in Japan, and then that one last year, I played in Mexico. And when I was done in Mexico, and I never got called to the big leagues, blah, 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 I left Mexico on the plane, and I remember I said... I am done. And never missed it right. again. And, and I and think that's really important well, in Tom Brady's I book. will say this, though. I understand how she could, from her perspective, go, why are you... We have all the money in the world. Yep. We can do anything we You're want. You're 45. We could spend time with each other. He's Kids, break, too, by the way. Go he's ahead. breaking major records, and he's... He's proving something to himself. And I think that there's a lot that goes into as a human being, but specifically as a man, you know, it, it's, it's something, the pride in yourself and, and what you're accomplishing. Well, let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, he's already the best quarterback of all time. 
Sure, but he wants to see how long he can do it. And he was still amazing. He was still better than most of the other quarterbacks. So he is an, he's an, I, he I don't like says, the guy, but he's amazing. If he says, I'm not done, I, I just feel like she should say, okay. That's my, I think, here's my other theory, though. I think there's probably other things besides that. I, I would, I would I agree. I don't. You know, Jim, I feel so blessed that we've gotten to know Jeff Danker, the host of Buck Ventures. Buck Ventures is all about family, food, friends, the Lord, and chasing critters all over the Midwest. What a family they are. I'm so excited they're part of the show. Oh, me too. And you know, he's been doing this since 2003. His motto is shoot by sight, walk by faith, based off of 2 Corinthians 5-7. I absolutely love it. Now listen, if you're in the Oklahoma City or Oklahoma area, you can go to Channel 52. It's every single Sunday at noon. And then if you're listening to us all over the country, uh, guess what? Look in your local listings, you'll find it. It's a great show called Buck Ventures. I've heard all the talking heads in sports saying it's because he's playing football. I would say there's other things because she's only known him as a football player. So, you know, I think there's got to be other extenuating circumstances there. But, You're probably right. But my feeling is for a man, it's your whole worth and everything is tied up in that. And I'm sure it's a hard thing to think, yes, I've got all this money, but what am I going to do every day, 24-7? You know what I mean? Sure. So I'm going to do this thing. as long as I can. Mr. Fowler, we've brought him up already, but he told me, he said, Julie, I don't ever want to stop working. I love working. And he worked till he goes, what, six I, months left in his life. I, I love making money. I love, he loves, he loved the... Um, it was fun for Excitement. him. Yeah, it was fun for him to put his head together and find new ways to do things. And and I think that kept him young. That kept him, you know, relevant. I think one of the things that you realize, though, that I think a lot of women don't realize, and that is that a man needs to be a man. And I know that sounds disgusting to some people. This is not a sexist deal. Men are made differently. God made us differently. And, and not we all need to be of them. Men. No, not but, all of them. But yeah. I'm married to one, and you are a competitive guy. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably do radio till the day I and die. And sometimes you when you don't have anything to be competitive about, you create friction in your life. I can create it now. To to have something to on compete against. On the radio, against. I got it. Come on, you want to so, come after me? I'm in. I bet Tom Brady is that kind of guy. Like, he loves the competition. He loves proving. Sure. You know that he Prove can, everybody wrong. Yes. There's that one dude on ESPN that when he was 39, he said, boy, he's going to hit the wall. Most of them do when they hit 40. Well, he's 45 now, and he's still right. won another Super Bowl and everything else. So I'm sure there's a part of him that's like, how... You know, how long can I do it? Yeah. You know? I want to give a little bit of advice to some of the men out there real quick. Um, A couple of things. There's a fine line between being a man and being macho, okay? I've I've talked about this on the radio, on on our show before, and the radio. Machoism is the stupidest crap I've ever seen in my life, okay? To be a man, you do what you're supposed to do in life. You take care of your family, and if your wife has a better job than you, so be it. I'm not saying you got to be the only breadwinner, so you got to stay at home, but you do what you're supposed to do in life. And let me tell you all another thing, fellas. If you're having problems in your marriage, it's up to you to figure it out, in my opinion, and the wife, but you as well. And if you if you think that going to a good, solid Christian counselor is like something that makes you look like weak... I felt the same way before you and I went to a counselor. I did, Jewel. That's what we're bred to. But nowadays, people are beating down men so hard and so hard. Stand up. Be a man. You can still have your feminine side that I talk about all the time. And 
fight for your marriage. Fight for your family. I'm just telling you, a lot of men don't do, a lot of, th- you know, men now are, I got, a, I got a message on Instagram from that guy we talked about. Been married 26 years and he goes, oh, I think that, you know, I think we're probably going to be done. I'm like, why? Give it a chance. Go to a counselor. Do something. Don't just quit on it. Well, it, it seems sometimes, and we've been in that spot where it seems like such an uphill battle. Absolutely it does. That you're just it's like. It's hard. Marriage oh. is not easy. Yeah, and I know we kept saying it was hard, hard, and I thought later, it doesn't, it's not always hard. No. Sometimes you go through hard times, but. Most days, we're, most days we're having a blast. Absolutely. You know? And it is easy and it's fun. But yeah. when you look at it over a long period of time. We went through hard times. That's but right. it's not always. And it's worth it. It's worth when you get over that hump. Yeah. You know, to stick it out and, and make again, it better. If, you ha- if there's something horrible happening in your marriage, like abuse or something like that, we're not, you know, if you got to get out in that situation, we understand. But if you're just having stupid disagreements and something has or happened. Or you're just not happy. Yeah, that, that's always you know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I feel like I could be happier. What's it called? What was the name of that movie? In Irrecoverable Differences. What's that? What's that called? They say, and like people get divorced and they Irreconcilable call Irreconcilable Differences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's a makeup. That's made up. That's what I put on my first divorce degree. <laughs> well, you needed to get out of that. There's no doubt. That was the only thing I knew. But if you were madly say, in love, yeah. you weren't madly in love when you first got married, and neither was I. I'm talking about now. To us? I'm I talking mean, about me? other marriages. Okay. I'm saying that if you're in love and you love that woman or you love that man, it's it's you should fight for it. You agree? Yeah. Thousand percent. I like that you talked about Brady. What do you mean? I like that you talk about Tom Brady. I haven't heard oh. you talk about Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do that on the radio. Sounds good. I think there'll be people that'll love it. So, Well, the point is, we're going to put a poll out there. I'm curious. I, I think we are proof positive that you can have you can have an argument three, four times a week <laughs> and still be madly in love. I agree. We, and still we've be done, banging hey, listen, those headboards. I'm going to let you all know, we've yeah. done a couple podcasts when we walked into the room. We weren't real happy with each other. Yeah. Right? There's been a true. couple here and there where we've been like, go, bu, 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 and then Jay Pitts come and we go, hey, Jay, how you doing? Nice to see you. It's <laughs> true. Right? And then we do the podcast. And back to the podcast makes us come out of it. Yeah. Well, usually you, you throw it out there in the middle of the podcast and we get we get our issues worked well, through. Well, maybe if we had a camera, they could see your eyes, your hands going, no, 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 Hey, fellas, listen, make up and get the, head, head, get the headboard rolling. Start banging that headboard. I can't believe he's. I just all of our years together. I, I just couldn't believe that came out of your mouth. Oh gosh! Good stuff though. You gonna dive into bed now? You talking? Yes, I'm gonna go take a little bubble bath and then it's straight oh to bed gosh. for me. To take, it's got to be a bath. Bubble bath. Yep, that's that's in my future. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jill, love you. All right, love you. Oh, thank you so much for all y'all listening. Thank you to our great sponsors, to uh, Rob's Ranch uh, and uh, of course Five Seven Equipment. Buck Ventures, the great show with our man Jeff Danker. We love all y'all. We really do. Um, and we also love all you guys for listening. Tell your friends and family we're growing. We want you to keep growing. Tell everybody about it. Uh, the Julie and Jim Traber podcast. We'll be back next week. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction to drugs or alcohol, call 405-253-3838. 405-253-3838. Rob's Ranch is on Facebook or visit robsranch.org. Rob's Ranch, expect a miracle.